You are about to embark on a show about four people who find themselves thrust into the backstories of pop culture history. Join Christopher DeVos, J.L. Trost, Laura DeVos, and Sabrina Pierre as they poorly impersonate celebrities, drink a lot of beer, and answer very hard trivia questions. You are now listening to Podcast 42. La 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 you guys are here. I was disinfecting the podcast room for the 10th time today when the portrait of the fat lady opened. I didn't even say a password or anything. But ever since it opened, I've heard hissing noises. It sounds like snakes. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? Are you sure your snakes just didn't get out of their tanks and crawl along the hallway, stop to the kitchen for some cheese balls, and then slithered their slimy little slithery bodies onto the doorknob, opened the podcast room door, and trampolined into the portal? Nope. I put bricks on their tanks, and they ain't getting out to eat me. Chris, you do realize that our snakes will never get big enough to eat you, let alone a three-pound dog. They look at me, and they lick their snakey lips. Snakes don't have lips. Yes, they do. Snakey lips. Anyways, it's not our snakes. This snake sounds like it's talking to me, and I feel like I can understand it. It's like it's calling me to go through the picture. I don't know what's creepier. You thinking you can understand snake talk, or you wanting to follow it into the picture? <laughs> I say let's go. Maybe we can see Godric again. I'm always up for an adventure, so uh, let's go. I think you guys have lost your mind. Just to remind you all, this adventure involves danger noodles. But we need to go. I can't take this snake yelling at me anymore. Uh, besides, Chris, we usually find beer on our adventures. There better be a lot of beer. If not, you owe me three cases of high lie. That's if we get back. All right, then. Everyone, through the picture. Hey, who's pushing from behind? Me! Will you hurry? What's the rush? In a hurry to be snake chow? No! Look! Yeah! We're in the Gryffindor common room again! Oh, Godric, where are you? I want to stroke your beard. Oh, yeah, Sabrina. I'm sure that'll make him come running. Running in the opposite direction, that is. Everyone, quiet. Listen, I can hear the snake even better now. I think it's telling me that the door must be opened. Well, I agree. I hate sleeping with the doors closed. I think it's telling you that you're a loon. Really? How can you guys be so nonchalant right now? You actually think you can understand the snake? <coughs> Excuse me. If I sound a little different, it's because I'm feeling under the weather. So, I may not sound like I normally do. But, if you can understand the snake, that's called parcel tongue. It's a hereditary trait found mostly in dark wizard families. Gryffindor is not known to have any dark wizards in it. That's more common in Slytherin. What about uh, Harry Potter? What about Harry Potter what? Yeah, Harry Potter spoke snaky. Are you daft? Harry Potter wasn't a dark wizard. 
Harry Potter was a horcrux because he who shall not be named. Lizzo. No, Voldemort. I guess we can name him now he's gone. <clears throat> Excuse me. Still a little under the weather. <clears throat> it's just out of habit, you know. Anyway, he who shall not be named Voldemort gave Harry the ability to talk to snakes. What about Yu-Gi-Oh? Um, no one's going to get that but me. I'm confused. You see, Yu-Gi-Oh is a card game, like Pokemon. No, 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 not about that. Well, to be honest, a little about that. But did you just say parcel talk? Like the mail is going to start talking to us now? Why, hello there, Box. Where would you like me to ship you? Did it uh, answer you? No, it's not even addressed right. It's called parcel tongue. <laughs> Excuse me. Went a little redneck there. <laughs> It is what they call a wizard that can't communicate, that can communicate with snakes. And can't and can. They can both can't and can communicate with snakes. The two most notable are, of course, the founder of the Slytherin House, Selazar Slytherin, and the Dark Lord himself, Voldemort. And Harry Potter. Yes, and Harry Potter. Aren't you the annoying one? <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> Oh, hold on. Wait a minute. Who are you again? I know. I sound completely different than the movies, and that's probably why you're confused. But let me introduce myself once again. I'm sure we've met before, but I probably didn't have this cold. My name, and yes, ghosts can get cold before you question me on that. My name is Sir Nicholas de Mimsy Porpenton. I am the ghost of Gryffindor Tower. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I only really remember Godric with his long, supple, luscious, white beard. Guys, I hate to break up this reunion, but the snake is getting louder, and it keeps saying, the time has come, the door must be opened. The time has come, the door must be opened? (laughs) Sounds like lyrics to a Chicago song. Young lady, if you can understand the snake, you must be a dark witch. We don't want your kind here. Please leave the Gryffindor Tower now. I'm thinking the Slytherin common room would be the best place for you and your friends. Look for the Bloody Baron for help. He's the ghost for Slytherin House. Way to go, Laura. Now we're on our own in Hogwarts and no way to get home. Not to mention with a danger noodle on the loose that is apparently your best friend. And now I won't even get to see my Godric. Oh, Godric, baby. It's not my fault, sweetie. I swear. Yeah, this is the worst thing ever. Well, it's not as bad as the author of the series making insensitive tweets. Yeah, you got me there. There has to be a reason we were brought here, and an explanation as to why I can hear snakes talking. If I remember correctly, the Slytherin house is in the dungeon. Well, you are the best with directions. I'm Laura. Look at me. I don't ever use a GPS. I'm Laura. I hate it when you do that. I'm Laura. I hate when you mock me. I'm Laura. Honestly, Chris. (laughs) Where would you put all of the wizards you consider to be dark and evil? Wow. She's got a point. You're so smart. You're Laura. (laughs) Yeah, I'm Laura. I'm so smart. You're right. All right, thanks. Let's go find the dungeon. Because they're the worst. (laughs) What? That's how I make fun of you in real life. That was even better than his nearly headless Nick impression. (laughs) That was spot was on. Accurate. <laughs> Have you ever heard John Cleese with a cold? No. So, uh, yeah, he had a cold and a fish called Wanda. <laughs> okay, I stand corrected.
not seem like it, but we have been walking around for a while and haven't found the Slytherin area or this bloody ghost. But what's that smell? Are we by the kitchens? No, I think that's troll poop. Troll poop? Oh, that's not good. I don't think that's troll poop. It smells uh, just like my Nana's meatloaf. I, I don't want to know what's in your Nana's meatloaf. Well, the secret ingredient was not troll poop. I can assure you that. It might have been bat wings, but uh, I don't know. I was like five or so. Hey, look at all the paintings of food on the walls. Do you, do you think they could be like scratch and sniff? All paintings in the Harry Potter world are magical, you know. I'm going to scratch and sniff this painting of a bowl of pears. <laughs> Does it smell like pears? Sabrina, you open the door to the kitchen. Maybe this is the door the snake has been telling Laura to open. I doubt it. Hello, masters. <laughs> I'm Dobby. <laughs> oh, great. We found Dobby. <laughs> oh, look. It's the rude missus. Why are you going back to Hog? What? What? Where? What are you doing back at Hogwarts? Dobby, do you have a cold, too? <laughs> He's a witch. Everybody has COVID-19 in this castle. <laughs> he turned me into a newt. I got better. I got better. <laughs> you know, that's great. You know what would make him feel better? Because it sounds like he's got something in his throat. A drink. Where's the fridge? Is Master JL thirsty? <laughs> Grover now. Why did you guys let him be Dobby? I get pooped on by a snake. I come out and this whole script goes to poop. You know what? Oh, if you I'm sorry. Had, you had Dobby right here, yeah. you'd be like, wow, I can't tell if it's me. Yeah, I'm sure. You. That's exactly Is what Master he would say. Is Master JL thirsty? <laughs> Is Master JL thirsty? Dobby remembers Master JL is always thirsty for the hoppity hoppity drinks. Yes, Dobby. Master JL is very thirsty. I will give you both of my socks if you get me some beer. Dobby doesn't appreciate being mocked. <laughs> JL doesn't appreciate being thirsty. Well, Dobby's already free, sir. But here, let me get you some hoppity hoppity drink. First, pick a card. Any card. And poof! Here's Master's beer, sir. Wow. That was the quickest I've ever gotten a beer. You know what? You're right in my book, Dobby. Thank you, sir. Dobby likes you, too. Oh, my God. Get a room, and hopefully this isn't an IPA. JL Beer Cooler. It's cooler than you think. JL Beer Cooler. It's cooler than you drink. It's cooler than you drink. Yeah. So, JL, what IPA is this? <laughs> it is. Oh, I love when she does this in the magical world. It always brings me an IPA. It is from Elysian. It is their contact haze, hazy IPA, because apparently Laura can't see where we're going. <laughs> yeah, I've had a really poopy day, guys. No one's going to understand that. <laughs> she stepped in true poop. It's all right. The four people in this room do. Well, I'm going to give the label a six because... Really? Yeah, we're opening up the guy's head and his brains are coming out. Maybe that's the door the snake wanted to open. Maybe. I don't know. No, I thought it was supposed to be Florida. I was really confused. That did kind of look like Florida. <laughs> it looked like Florida when I first looked at it, too. You know what? Florida, that's a guy's head. It's clearly not a state. Are they supposed to be zombies? Mm, 
Yeah, zombies who love to drink. No. But no, look, there's like all these people wandering around him, and his eyeballs have no pupils. And they are not six feet apart. Wouldn't contact haze be like secondhand getting high? Yeah, it's like getting a contact high. Yeah. They're not zombies. Well, I mean, after they get their high, they could be zombies. I still say it looks like Florida. It looks nothing like Florida. Florida does not have eyes, nose, and a mouth. What makes it hazy? It's cloudier. Um, So it's just a color? Yeah, it's a cloudier IPA. Well, stay tuned to the end of the show when we rate the beer. We're going to rate it on uh, a system of one through six, one being the worst, six being the best. This is based on a six-pack. It makes sense to everybody in the entire world except for one lone Canadian in Kissimmee. La, 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 you have your beer why are you back at hogwarts we came back because laura says a snake is telling her to open a door i think she's gone crazy i sound like marge and you sound like homer <laughs> that's right <laughs> the rudeness this is a dark witch you must leave the kitchen now darby's old master darby darby <laughs> Dobby's not Irish. <laughs> Dobby's old master was a dark wizard. Dobby does not like dark magic. Unless it's Yu-Gi-Oh, of course. Of course. Well, at least we got our beer before we got kicked out. Wait. Jail, that's why you wouldn't tell him why we were here beforehand? Very smart. I'm glad you guys are my friends, except I'm starting to wonder about Laura. Hey, I don't know why I can hear the snake talk. Could this be my poor choice in men over the years? Or, now hear me out, you're a witch. Witches. Listen, I'm not a witch, I'm your wife. But after what you just said, I'm not sure I even want to be that. (gasps) Inconceivable! Uh, Besides the potential divorce happening, it's kind of getting boring around here. All I see is a long hallway with bare stone walls, two torches, and six spatterwits. Besides, guys, if I was a witch and I could speak Parseltongue and I belong to Slytherin House, I would have to be pure blood. Uh, you do realize that you made the door open? No wonder the snake picked you. <sighs> Let's keep walking. Walk, walk, walk. Uh, remember, I'm a Foley artist. Walk, 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 walk. <laughs> walk, walk. Stop here. Walk. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Welcome. That way everybody knows we stopped. <laughs> and she opened a door. <laughs> At the same time. This must be the Slytherin common room. It's all green and stuff. And there's a portrait of another old dude. This one has no beard to stroke. I'm not digging this. Let's just go home. The nameplate says Horace Eugene Flaccus Slughorn, the third Esquire PGA. Do you need help with your voices? <laughs> oh, dear God. Maybe. Don't do that. I'm just going to end up sounding like you. <laughs> it, it, it most certainly does not say that. It says Horace Eugene Flaccus Slughorn. Why would you butch my name like that? Eh, cheap laughs. How, how did you muggles get in here anyway? The Slytherins won't be too happy about this breach. Well, we found Laura here. She apparently is being talked to by a poisonous rope. Poisonous rope? 
What kind of magic is that? A snake. It's a snake. Yeah. I think the snake and Laura are becoming pen pals. Pen pals? Who has pen pals anymore? Unless the snake is in prison. Is the snake in prison, Laura? I don't know. Did the snake mention having a homemade tattoo or drinking hooch? Mm. Hooch? What's hooch? I don't know. I've never been to prison. Uh, Stop it. Now, uh, if there is a snake talking to her, then she has to be a descendant of Salazar Slytherin. Salazar Slytherin? Does he have a portrait? No, wait. Does he have a beard? As one of the four founders of Hogwarts, his portrait hangs in the headmaster's office. I doubt you will be able to get in there to see it. Why would you tease me, then? What? Uh, Never mind, silly child. You see, Salazar Slytherin is from a pure-blood family that is known to speak parcel tongue. His family line are currently the only ones known to be able to speak it. That is why Laura has to be an heir of his. Harry Potter. That was already explained. I'm still going to bring it up. Um, Mr. Slughorn? Uh, Professor Slughorn. Professor Slughorn, you obviously don't know my family. Witchcraft is the devil. There is absolutely no way we are from witches. Uh, maybe they refuse to be associated with their past because they didn't want to be identified as dark wizards. Uh, that's actually pretty clever. Thanks. I can get on that train. I think they just didn't want to be considered bad. Do you have any relatives from Salem? I don't think so. But it would explain why I have always been attracted to magical things. Professor Slughorn, has anyone ever told you you look like an extra from Sweeney Todd? Several times, actually. But I don't know who the Sweeney Todd is. Is he a professor, too? More like a barber slash chef. Do you like pot pies? Guys, stop it. Stay on track here. Remember the snake? Professor Slughorn, can you tell me about Salazar Slytherin? It's like a real-life 23andMe test. 23 of me. Are, are you trying to invoke the Jamino curse on me? So say Geronimo, say Geronimo. Bob's away. Bob's away. Bob's away. <laughs> Thank God you idiots do not know how the curse goes. Curse? It's a song. Salazar Slytherin was born somewhere around 976. Uh, what area code is that? I think it's a year, Sabrina. Oh, that's wild. If you don't let me finish my thought, I will put bobblehead charm on all of you. I don't want to be a bobblehead. That'll probably hurt my neck. Not bobblehead. Bubblehead. It'll put bubbles around our heads and we won't be able to speak. I like to speak. Go ahead, Professor. We'll be quiet for a minute. Great. So the Sorting Hat says he's from Fen. That's a region in eastern England, around Norfolk and Cambridgeshire. Although no one really is sure where he was born, he could always be from Ireland. He's from the Shire. Are you from Ireland? So, uh, I take it you really don't know much about his past. No, not really. But we do know he was a very powerful wizard. He was very skilled with curses and casting spells. He was also a very powerful in legomancy. That's not right. Legomancy. Oh, yeah. so I was kind of right. Yeah. yeah. Very close enough. You can he- always just go with it like I do. Truth. <laughs> 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 he was also very powerful in legmancy. Leg- I said it better the first time. Legmancy. Legmancy. Legos. He was also very powerful in legmancy, which I guess you muggles would call 
mind reading. I want to read minds. Let me try a new Professor Slughorn. Well, I... I'm reading your thoughts. You are annoyed with us and you want a grilled cheese sandwich with tomatoes. One out of two is right. Don't worry. I want a grilled cheese too. That's not, uh... Well, Salazar Slytherin sounds pretty cool. Why was he so bad then? It was his belief that only pure-blood wizards are worthy of learning and using magic. He also viewed muggles as inferiors. He didn't want to allow any muggle-borns or half-bloods into Hogwarts. Well, that's not cool, dude. It was not. It was not cool at all. It was what eventually led to a falling out between the founders of Hogwarts. He had a huge battle with Godric Gryffindor. Beard man, I love him! So I have heard. Uh, after losing the battle, he left the school and no one really knows what happened to him after that. You know, there's a lot of no one knows about this guy. Yeah, I'm not even sure he's even real. The real housewives are currently realer than this guy, and most of them are full of plastic. Is that some sort of spell? No, it's some sort of surgery. Okay, well, there is evidence of him here. He has had a lasting impact on our school. The Slytherin house is proof of his favor of purebloods who are ambitious and cunning. Oh, he also built a chamber below the dungeons. It's called the Chamber of Secrets. But he built it so that when opened, the basculus that he has living in it would rid the school of all the unworthy. Politicians? Chris, be serious. Okay, but I'm bad at impressions, but here it goes. The world isn't built into good people. The world isn't split into good people and Death Eaters. No, 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 it's like this. The world isn't split into good people and Death Eaters. Oh, hold on, I've got this. The world is split into good people and Death Eaters. Guys, I said be serious, not serious. Serious black. Don't be serious black, okay, guys? Oh. Anyways, the snake is Should talking again. Should have explained that in the beginning. <laughs> oh, is that um, I was being Nixon. Oh, Nixon. I, I, was, I was mocking Slughorn. <laughs> wow. Be serious. I said be serious. Okay. The world is split into good people and death eaters. I missed that joke. It went over my head. Yeah. <laughs> No, Dobby got this. The world is inspected to good people and death eaters. Hey, Elmo, when'd you get here? <laughs> All right, guys, the snake is talking again. It says the door must be open. Save Hogwarts. Find the door. He must be talking about the chamber. It's possible. It has been opened twice in the history of the school. The first time it was opened was in 1942 by Tom Riddle. Riddle was an heir of Slytherin, and Tom controlled the basket basilisk and many of the students were petrified from the stare of the beast one student myrtle warren was killed the school was going to be closed but not wanting to return to the muggle orphanage tom framed fellow student rubus hagrid and his pet spider for the terror happening around the school hagrid was expelled and the school was able to stay open yeah, well this riddle guy sounds like a real jerkwad he is a big jerk uh Wad. He later became known as Lord Voldemort. Um, most wizards fear him so much they won't even say his name. Well, so how is it open the second time? 
Well, Tom didn't want his research to go to waste. He preserved himself in a diary he kept in hopes that one day Salazar's quest of ridding the school of the unworthy would be completed. The diary came to be held by a first-year Gryffindor, Ginny Weasley. Weasley. She was possessed by it and eventually led Harry Potter to the chamber where he eventually killed the basilisk. Because Harry Potter could talk to snakes. Right. Dark wizard Harry. Wrong. So if the basilisk is dead, what snake is talking to me? Uh, maybe Larry. Larry? Yeah, Larry the snake. And who is Larry the snake? I'm not sure, but with all the snakes out there in the world, one of them has got to be named Larry. Uh, not true. Snakes are not allowed to be named Larry. It's in the snake union. Don't you mean the union of the snake? It's on the climb, you know. Please stop. What was the question again? The basilisk. If it's dead, what snake is talking to me? But you guys are muggles, and the basilisk is not going to take pity on you being powerless. If Laura can understand parcel tongue, then how can you include her in being a muggle? She isn't trained in magic and may not have may not even possess magical abilities. There are non-magical kids born into magical families. They are referred to as squibs. In fact, Tom Riddle's mom was believed to be a squib and she could speak parcel tongue. Listen, that doesn't really matter right now. I just want to find the snake. I don't have room for any more voices in my head. It has to stop. I knew you were crazy. I believe there are 26 voices in there now. Possibly 27 with the snakety snake. Shut up, you two. Let's go find this chamber. supposed to find this door all these corridors look the same and these staircases keep moving around look see there goes one and there goes one and and all these portraits keep staring at us and whispering i'm pretty sure they are talking about me you can't have my beer mr weird bent neck guy holding a guitar picasso at hogwarts excuse me where do you all think you are going You can't be just wandering around these halls at this time of day. 50 points from... Wait, what house are you in? The big blue house. You know, the one with the bear. What utter nonsense are you speaking? We aren't in any house. We are what you call muggles. Muggles. What are you doing at Hogwarts? Well, here's the TikTok version. The portrait of the fat lady opened by itself. A snake started talking to me. Nearly headless snake kicked us out of Gryffindor Tower because I am evil. Dobby kicked us out of the kitchen. Sabrina is mesmerized by stairs. And oh yeah, Chris and JL are still jerks. Consistency. And nearly headless snake had a cold. Anyways, we found the portrait of Slughorn in the Slytherin common room where he told us about the Chamber of Secrets. And now we are looking for it. Well, I can't just have you muggles wandering around Hogwarts. You shouldn't even be here in the first place. You do realize you're just a portrait, right there, Hans Gruber? Watch your mouth. If you insist on going forward on your path, you must prove you are worthy enough first. Pop quiz, Mr. Potter. Once again, you are just a picture, and what stops us from just walking by? And the Dark Wizard isn't here. Dark Wizard. What 
dark wizard. Kristen says Harry Potter is a dark wizard, even though he's been explained to him at least three times that he's not. Insolent, a cheater, narcissistic, less than stellar vision. Yes, that would describe Mr. Potter. But a dark wizard? I think not. Yeah, but he speaks. Enough! Don't you think there are enough plot holes in this world already? Ha! Yes! I always hit them with my car. It's like my car is a magnet for them. Plot. Plot. Not potholes. Plot holes. Oh. Yeah, I hate hitting those too. If you people were in a Hogwarts house, I would have taken all the points from it. As a matter of fact, I would have taken so many points, you would now be negative. So negative that a goblin could not dig it out for you. Wait, wait, wait. The snake is talking again. What is it saying? It's asking the questions Snape was going to ask. No, that's my job as the portrait that guards this hall. No, that's my bit on this show. Well, apparently not today, boys. It is pop quiz time. What? That's right. Get out your notebooks and your pencils. What? Our five general knowledge questions. I can't find my scented eraser. Is the snake asking us questions or is it Snape? The snake. Not Snape. And I'm going to translate (laughs) since you guys do not understand it. The Snapeity Snape. All right. Well, while you guys are getting set up. Oh, I'm ready. I got my notepad and my pink pen. All right. Good. Well, this quiz. We are going to call it, What Do You Feed Death Eaters When They Are Hungry? A Bella Twix. Yeah. (laughs) Is it left side or right side? Doesn't matter. If you don't like that one, how about, how do you sneak into the Chamber of Secrets? You slither in. No? Don't tell anybody. You don't tell anybody either. Well, if you don't like any of those, there's a Dumbledore you can go. All right. Oh, jokes. Wow, these are, are way better than Chris's I names. <laughs> I did that. I'm so proud of myself, guys. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I feel you're auditioning for the Jungle Cruise. <laughs> Look at me. I'm the one. I can do this. <laughs> Backside of water. Backside of the Velasquez. All right. It's so. the Basilisk. 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 You can't even say it. Basilicas. Wait, what? (laughs) The Pope's here? (laughs) Wow, this got holy quick. All right. (laughs) Must have been all that poop. (laughs) So question number one is going to be my give me to you guys, okay? What are Slytherin's house colors? Wait a minute, there's more than one? There's two colors. Two or three? Two colors. I'm looking for two colors. What are they? That's going to be the easiest one. Oh, come on! <laughs> I didn't even know there were two colors. <laughs> That's it. Well, you'll get half a point if you can name at least one of them. Well, we all know I'm going to get one. Hint. One of them is a color. The other one is another color. Yes, there you go. That's a hint. I'm not good Seven. at hint. Seven. <laughs> Time to erase that one. All right, number two. How is Voldemort related to Salazar Slytherin? You guys are doing good. All this writing. <laughs> scribble, 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 scribble. <laughs> I just rewrote the question. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it took you so long. Yeah, me like, too. <laughs> it shouldn't be that long of an answer, guys. Okay, question number three. What famous historical wizard was sorted into Slytherin? There is a wizard that has been a part of history, or fictional history, whichever one, 
but he was sorted into Slytherin. Hint, it was a guy. Hint, he has a beard. Sabrina would love it. A long <laughs> white beard to stroke. Yes, please. <laughs> I'm just writing down names of characters that I sort of remember. Hint, in some depictions, he has a pointy blue hat. I think that one gave it to JL. <laughs> it gave it to me, too. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Number four. What were Slytherin's three known possessions? He's a wizard. Hint for number one. Something all wizards have. (laughs) It's only number four. Yeah. I told you they're hard. We're good at this. There's three of them? There's three possessions. They're like the three amigos. Yes. Think about Salazar Slytherin and what he would have. Slytherin. Slytherin. And question number five. What? (laughs) No. Oh. (laughs) What? This is my bit. Yeah, I know. Question number five. What was Salazar's wand made out of? Again, Slytherin. JL is done. Pencil down for Chris. I'm going to take a victory drink now because my answers are the best. I'm going to take a victory drink because my answers are better than Jay. I'm going to take a victory drink because y'all only got one point. <laughs> I'm going to just drink because I don't think I got any. <laughs> no, no, I think we got one. Got half a point. All right, question number one. Do you guys all want to say it together or do you want to take turns? What's the question? You have to read the question I'm again. Going, I'm asking, do you want me to say it all together? I don't care. All right, question know. number one. What are Slytherin's house colors, everyone? Green, Green and gray. Silver. Technical answer is green and silver, but judges will accept green and gray. No, I'm the only one that got it right. Question number two. How is Voldemort related to Salazar Slytherin? JL. He is a descendant of him. How? Because he is. (laughs) Sabrina. I said great, great grandson on his mother's side. (laughs) (laughs) You all annoy me so much. It's like... You're the same person sometimes. Hmm. <laughs> I said second cousin on his mother, father, stepdad side. <laughs> okay. Well. Accurate. Sabrina's the closest because his mom, Maropi, was a direct descendant. Boom. I got it. You did not. Is he a descendant of him? <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah. just in a exactly. lot of words. <laughs> All right. I get more points than you. So question number three. What famous historical wizard was sorted into Slytherin. Chris. Jack Black. Jail. The one with the sword and the stone. Merlin. Sabrina. I also said Merlin. The correct answer is Merlin. Number. Uh, f- I believe Jack Black played Merlin in a movie. No. I don't think he no. did. No. So that in uh, Nacho Libre he did. No. No. Nobody saw Nacho Libre. They should. <laughs> it's actually really good. All right. Well. Nacho Libre. Question number four. What were Salazar's three known possessions? Sabrina. Wand. Parcel tongue. And dashingly beardless good looks. <laughs> well, technically he has a beard, so jail. Wand, snake, and goblet. Okay. Half a bag of Twix, Target underwear, and an Amazon Prime account. <laughs> well, he was way ahead of his time. Um, the correct answer is wand, locket, and pet basilisk. Two out of three ain't bad. Thank you, meatloaf. <laughs> I also got two out of three. Okay. Question <laughs> number five. What was Salazar's wand made out of, Chris? Snake balls. <laughs> Probably a good thing he normally just asks the questions. Yes. This is why he asks the questions. 100% why he asks them. 
Sabrina. Sorry to give out the answer right away. <laughs> I said snake scales and elm wood. <laughs> okay. Jail. Same thing my pants are made of right now. Snake skin. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my legs are just that scaly. <laughs> <laughs> the sun's been drying them out. <laughs> Laura, want to lotion them? Maybe later. Just put the lotion in the basket. <laughs> it puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> All right. Uh, the correct answer, because all of you are wrong. Dang it. It's snakewood and basilisk horn. Huh. Why is it always got to go to the basilisk? This is like Star Wars. It always goes back to a Death Star. So <laughs> if I said basilisk balls, would I have gotten any points? No. You would have gotten half yes. a point, Lance Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for male snakes to slither. In. <laughs> Your scores on that quiz were yeah, they were. So you're not letting us go ahead? Oh, no. I'm letting you go ahead. You muggles are annoying. Out of my sight. Wow. He's just letting us go. That's crazy. Also, I feel a little empty having not done the pop quiz. Oh, I know that feeling. I once had to play a dinosaur that sounded like a chicken. What does that have to do with uh, feeling empty inside? Nothing. I just wanted to point that out. It- <laughs> Excuse me, could you muggles have this conversation further away from my frame? Oh, sure. Let's just keep walking. By the way, the snake was making fun of you guys. Really? What was it saying? I'd, I'd, uh, I'd rather not say. Then why'd you bring it up? It must be bad then. Not exactly bad, more like funny bad. Like the snake had 10 minutes of material on Chris and Jail's beard. But anyways, the snake says... We were getting closer to the door. <laughs> well, here's a door. Let's go in. It's just a bathroom. Anyone got to go? Jail? Hold on. No, wait, Sabrina. You found the right room. This is it. We were looking for the bathroom the whole time? Crazy. You know, I hope they have toilet paper in it, unlike my house. No. Or yours. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. My house definitely has toilet paper. Huh. Oh, oh, hello there. Another ghost! And this one's squeaky. Hello, squeaky ghost! I'm not squeaky. I'm Moni Myrtle. I don't get many visitors. Most people don't like to be near me. I guess it's because I'm dead. Or it could be that you won't stop crying. <laughs> wow. I bet your boyfriend went to 7-Eleven a lot. I I don't have a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and you won't with that attitude. And the fact that I am dead. <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. Say, isn't this the girls' bathroom? Yes, why? I don't think Chris and I should be in here. It's, it's not used very much in the Harry Potter story, only when it's convenient, of course. <laughs> oh, of course. We write that way, too. <laughs> oh, good God. What now? Moni Myrtle's not a main character. I'm only good to have around when you need to move the story along. <laughs> That's why you're here now, to be honest. I knew it. At least I get residuals. I'm still waiting on mine. We are getting off track. The Chamber of Secrets is somewhere around here, isn't it? Yes. I bet the chamber is hard to open. It's not. Are you going to tell us how to open it by chance? I'm not. <laughs> uh, please stop doing that. Why won't you just tell us? Because you're still about ten pages too short of completed script. 
Gotcha. Can you at least give us a clue? No. What do I look like? A Scooby-Doo ghost? Well, you wouldn't have died if it wasn't for these kids. Bless that Tom Riddle. What a meanie boo-boo. Stick your head in doo-doo, which is appropriate because we're in the bathroom. (laughs) I don't think that's appropriate. You know, you know what else isn't appropriate? Someone threw this fishbowl at my head. It's always funny to throw things at Moaning Muzzle because I'm dead. Ten points if you get it through my stomach. (laughs) Stop doing that. People might like you better if you didn't sound like a dying screech owl. You think I sound like a dying screech owl? Yeah, quite a bit like one. Really? Yes, really. Well, well, that's the nicest thing anyone has said to me in a long time. You really like me. Whoa, 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 easy there. I'm taken already. Yeah, yes you are. Taken with me. (laughs) If it was only this easy to meet live women. Once you go dead, you'll never be wet. (laughs) I've heard that before. Myrtle, where's the fishbowl? Oh, I put it in the toilet. Why? I don't know. It's full of scraps of toilet paper or something. There isn't any fish in it. It's quite odd. Chris, go get the fishbowl. Why do I always have to do unpleasant jobs? Like when the snake poops all over your shirt, I have to clean it up off the floor. (laughs) Uh, It's in our wedding vows. Crap. I knew I should have read the fine print. Uh, here. Uh, I made armor out of all those paper towels. You're very lucky they don't have hand dryers installed. That armor would have been much heavier. Of course. You're welcome. Thank you. JL, what do you like to do on Friday nights? Drink beer and read comic books. You know, the comic books in my world come to life. Really? Yes. They read themselves to you and then act out the panel. That is so cool. Hold on a second. Hold on. I got to take this. It's uh, Tara. Hello? Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How did you... No, no, how did you... uh, I see. It's uh, not my fault. It's the beard, right? Okay. Bye. Sorry, Myrtle. I'm not interested. (laughs) Boo-hoo. Here's the uh, fishbowl. It's ours. It's got our logo on the side. Why do you throw fishbowl at me? We didn't. At least not intentionally. Uh, this is our fishbowl facts. Fishbowl facts? Fishbowl facts. Yeah, they appear whenever we are learning. It's kind of like a kid's show bit. What's a kid's show bit? Don't worry about it. You'll see. Let's read these. Fishbowl fact number one. Oh, look. This is so exciting. I'm so excited to read this one. So excited. Slytherin managed to breed a basilisk and kept it alive in the Chamber of Secrets for over 1,000 years, surpassing its average 900-year lifespan. Why were you so excited to read that one? Because it was about a basilisk, like everything else he's done. I love basilicas. (laughs) Basilicas are my favorite. Fishbowl fact number two. Slytherin corresponds roughly with the element of water due to serpents being commonly associated with the sea and locks in Western European mythology, as well as serpents being physically fluid and flexible animals. Say that one three times fast. The colors also correspond with waters around lakes and locks, often being green and silver being often associated with gray rainwater. Fishbowl fact number three. Despite the quote attributed to him of Slytherin, 
only teaching those whose ancestry is purest. Slytherin has long accepted half-blood witches and wizards into its rank, most famously Sirius, Sir, Sirius Snape and Tom Riddle. Blah. Serious Snape? Severus? It's Severus Snape. I combine the two characters. It's easier. Fishbowl fact number four. The statue of Salazar Slytherin is in the Chamber of Secrets. Fishbowl fact number five. Salazar Slytherin owned a locket emblazoned with the letter S that became an heirloom of his last known line of descendants, the Gaunts. Fishbowl fact number six. Gung! Gung. Show's over. (laughs) In 2020... A new species of pit viper discovered in Arunakal Pradesh, India, was named. <laughs> I'm so glad you got that one. <laughs> Trimarusus. What was it? <laughs> Trimarusurus. Salazar after Salazar Slytherin. You know, they could have just named the goddamn thing Salazar Slytherin and been done. You didn't even say it the right way that time. <sighs> Trimorusaurus Salazar after Salazar Slytherin. Good job. What we're going for. <laughs> I knew that. Liar. I'm not lying. I actually did know that. I think I talked about that with Laura one day. Yeah, I think we did have that conversation. Oh. Yeah, and how did you say it? They named the snake Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody could see me, I'm just holding my eyes out like, duh. <laughs> I get that a lot. Fishbowl fact number seven. The depiction of Salazar on his chocolate frog card bears a striking resemblance to Viminous Scrum, an antagonist from Captain Planet and the Planet Tears. <gasps> I loved that show. He's, He's our hero. hero. Gonna, gonna take, take pollution down to zero. Played by Don Cheetah. <laughs> Fishbowl fact number eight. All right. After Voldemort's death, Salazar Slytherin's bloodline survived through Voldemort's secret daughter, Delphine, whom he conceived with Bellatrix Lestrange. As of 2021, which is what the article said, even though we're in 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Witches. Witches. (laughs) Delphine is the last known survivor of the Slytherin bloodline. Was that in the last book? Cursed Child. Cursed Child. The play. I've never heard of it. What have you been living in? Chamber of Secrets? Yes. Okay. I was in the room where it happened. (laughs) I wouldn't want to be in the room where that happened. (laughs) Well, that was mildly interesting. Wasn't it, though? I need to wash my hands. That fishbowl was floating in the toilet after all. Whoa. The sink is opening up. It's a chamber of Victoria's Secrets. Uh, wrong sink, Laura. More like the right sink, Laura. Uh, try this sink over here with the hot and cold snake handles. Okay. It's a chamber of secrets! No Victoria's Secret models in this one? Boo. I guess we should enter. Everyone always leaves money, Myrtle. No one ever stays. It's always open the chamber and then bye-bye. <laughs> oh, Myrtle, we have to do this. What if, hear me out here, when we are done, JL comes back and you two read comic books together. Sabrina. JL. 
I would like that. I would like that a lot. Fine. But we're only reading comic books. No funny stuff. Yes. Only comic books. In the bathtub. No funny stuff. Wait. What? Come on. The voices are getting louder. I'm sure they are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is disappointing. It's a huge empty chamber with a giant dead snake carcass in it. Basilisk. And it smells so bad. Let's go back to the Victoria's Secrets chamber. Yes. The snake is talking. The dead snake is talking? Yes. Shut up. It's saying, I, I, can't, I can't rest in peace. Can you say that like the Undertaker? No. <laughs> Why is it saying this? I'm getting to that. It's saying, after they killed me, they just, yeah, they just left me here. No one buried me. It wants us to bury it. Uh, sounds like it. And where do you, giant? <laughs> where do you, giant, bury a snake? I'm so glad you're asking the dead snake where to bury it. And where do you bury a giant snake at? I'll ask it. Oh, it wants to be buried in the podcast room. No, 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 absolutely not. We would have to pull up all the carpet and move everything around. No way. Aw, our show is its favorite show. He wants to listen, and it's hard to get a signal down here. Tara did it. Well, we've got a lot of work to do then. There's a lot of snake to bury. We're going to need a wheelbarrow. And shovels. And a contractor. Isn't there a spell we can use? Oh, yes, I know it. It's Levioso. Levioso? Levioso. It's not working. Stop, stop. You're going to take someone's eye out. Besides, it's Leviosa, not Leviosa. Oh, Hermione. gonna get back from that okay guys <laughs> how do we get why back? why am i still burying a basilisk it's already buried it's, it's a basilica happy. it wants to be buried it wants to be buried but he likes us he really likes us listen there's not a lot of i had to crawl up from that chamber looking like the cover of the evil dead movie funny you went in crawling into the chamber looking the same way <laughs> well at least you didn't get obliterated he Ooh, crawled into the victoria's secret chamber that way too <laughs> I wouldn't have crawled out of that chamber. <laughs> so like let's you would have go. when Tara called. I was going to say Tara showed up and <laughs> drug your ass right out. Let's go to your comments from social media. Not a lot of people have a lot of things to say on this. Well, yeah, that's because Kate Upton was in the <laughs> Victoria's Secret room. <laughs> on Facebook, Prawlad. Don't know if that's how you say your name. I apologize if it's not. I'm not saying all Slytherins are bad, but those who go wrong happen to belong to Slytherin House more often than not statistically speaking. The only exception to the above rule is probably Wormtail, who turned out to be evil despite being a Gryffindor. But that is more of an exception than the rule. Fair point. Yeah, I forgot all about that. He was a sneaky little rat. He was. Scabbers alone. My favorite thing is when the twins were like, we couldn't figure out why Peter Pettigrew was sleeping with Ron on the Marauder's (laughs) map. Because... It didn't come up as scabbers. It came up as it was Peter, Peter Pettigrew. Pettigrew. 
<laughs> and I love the fact that they never brought it up. Yeah, they never ask. Like, hey, why is this supposed? Like, wasn't he killed? Mm-hmm. Supposedly by and Sirius Black, right? Only a finger left. Right. So how how is he <laughs> showing up on the Marauders map with you? Like, are you carrying around his finger? Like, what are you doing? I love the fact that they literally just looked at the map and went, huh, okay. Yeah, like, whatever. Secrets. Don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> Jerry says, people often defend Slytherin by citing the example of Snape. But remember, Snape was a Death Eater first and turned into Dumbledore spy only later. And only because of personal reasons. He is also a very bad teacher who even abuses his students. Terrifies Neville right on this first day for doing a trivial mistake, for instance. Snape was kind of mean. Well, he's one of those complicated characters. And he's supposed to be because you're supposed to keep guessing whether he's good he or bad. He had an internal struggle. Well, I think the thing is, too, if you only watch the movies, and I think we talked about this one week, where if you only watch the movies, you don't get that full character built. Yeah, like the development of the characters. They don't have time to do it, but if you if you read the books, you realize why people love Snape. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like I say to you every time when we talk about, like, the Half-Blood Prince. My least favorite part of that entire thing is him coming out of nowhere. He's like, I'm the Half-Blood Prince. Yeah. And yeah. it's just, like, out of nowhere. And you're, like, yeah. sitting there and... Yeah, it's just aggravating. But in the book, it's not like that at all. No. That's just like the movie's downfall. Well, the movie will never be the book because in a book, you can get into characters' heads. And you can't get into a character's head in the movie. And that's why most Stephen King books don't get translated to film well. No. But I thought they translated the Harry Potter books fairly decently. Except for Order of the Phoenix and Half-Blood Prince. Half-Blood Prince is my least favorite. I love Order of the Phoenix. That was my favorite book. It was the movie? The sh- shortest movie. That's because you yeah. relate to Dolores Umbridge. I hate that bitch. <laughs> but that's the thing, too. In the movie... But in the movie, you don't really get to see why you hate Dolores Umbridge. You know? Like, as much as the book portrays her. Yeah. Did you also know that Dolores Umbridge was in possession of the Slytherin locket at one point? No, I felt... Why was that not in the fishbowl? Because he told me eight fishbowl facts, and I asked him <laughs> if he wanted more, because there was a lot more he could have put in there. But yeah, she oh. said it was for the Sloon family instead of Slytherin. We don't know if it's because she didn't want to admit it was Slytherin, or she didn't know. Well, you could have switched out a fact. Oh, you didn't know? Yeah, she didn't know. I think she knew. I think she knew, too. Because if she, you don't know, now, now you, you know. know. Yeah. Although she was never a Death Eater, she did no. fall in line with his beliefs. She just was evil. At she was just own. evil on her own. Like, yes. She, in my book, is far more evil than Voldemort ever was. Every meme of Dolores Umbridge of like, oh. why would you kill off one Harry Potter character and why is it always Dolores Umbridge? Yes. Just like yes. laugh every, every time. Yes. And I and and J.K. said it herself and the fact that we all know a Dolores Umbridge. We may not all know a, a, a Voldemort. But we all know a Dolores Umbridge. Like, we went to school and had a Dolores Umbridge. Our neighbor so has no nose. <laughs> so I do know. I do know yeah, Voldemort. Yeah, see, we know a Voldemort. Fair enough. Fair and enough. he put a no trespassing sign in his yard. No, no, That's he put it in our yard. Nose. <laughs> he put the no trespassing sign in our yeah, yard. He doesn't want us trespassing He's into so his yard. Yeah. So much so that my other neighbors have asked me, why did I put a no trespassing sign? I didn't. <laughs> Bob says... There is this new trend since last few years to irrationally defend Slytherin to abysmal levels. But let's try to be objective here. 
To all those who want to differ in this regard about Slytherin's reputation of creating dark wizards, I'd like to consider the sheer volume of evil folks who belong to the Slytherin house. Tom Riddle, Lucius Malfoy, Narcissa Malfoy. Narcissa really wasn't evil. Bellatrix Lestrange, Barty Crouch. Bellatrix was just crazy. It was it Barty Crouch Jr.? It was I, Barty Crouch I Jr. Love Bellatrix, I love Bellatrix so much. Draco Malfoy, Krabby, Goyle, Avery. Was Draco evil, though? Augustus Rockwood. I, I think yes, he was. He was a total asshole the entire movie. Yeah. Lucius was pretty well, evil. Lucius was evil. I think Draco is just a product of what you grow up right. with. And at the end of the day, he changed. He did change. He did yeah. change because yeah. he realized what was going on was wrong. Right. But that didn't make him an asshole for six movies. You got your redemption in the seventh movie. Yeah, exactly. That's a character that got his redemption in the seventh thing. But he was still an asshole for the Snape most part. gets his redemption in the movie, too. And yeah. everybody treats him like he's the greatest thing right. ever. Yeah, but he was doing what he yeah. could the entire time from yeah. start My to finish. My question, though, that that's, that's, that's the difference. If you go back and you look at it, yeah. right. he really did. But, Sabrina, do you love Snape maybe because it was Alan Rickman? Maybe. Like, do you think, like... If, More people like Snape because of Alan Rickman right. they like the character Snape. And that's what I, I think. Just Alan Rickman's betrayal is what makes him such but an amazing character. But in fairness... I mean, I finished the books before the movies were ever finished. And I fell in love with the character of Snape in the books as well. So, like, I remember getting, like, the seventh book. Because they, like, you could sign up ahead of time and you could get it mailed to you. So it arrived the day before it was actually released. They did those things? So you had, like, the public... (laughs) So you did, did. like, the CD thing, the Columbia House thing, (laughs) but with books? Kind of, yeah. Um, they did but, that with Star Wars figures too. And um, so, like, I remember getting the book and being like, "Don't talk to me. Like, I'm I'm gonna be taking off of work for like a day and a half." Um, but I remember like devouring the book and just being like, "Why didn't you read it?" <laughs> <laughs> because I'm so glad you asked that. She hungry for knowledge. <laughs> That's how she reads the book. That's book. how she reads them. the book. So oh. it's like osmosis once it's inside of me. Um, so I don't actually have to read. My eyes aren't the greatest. Um, I know, Sabrina, we're over here. You're looking the wrong way. <laughs> Dang it, Dave, when did you guys move? Um, but I remember I remember just going through it and reading it and stuff and getting to the end, and it a lot of it, well, a lot of it not making sense, but then, like, having to reread parts of it, but understanding, and then you, you kind of go back and you look at all those moments throughout each book, and you're like, this makes a lot more sense now. Like, okay, I understand where this is coming from and how, um, you know, and how it, it was, it was confusing as a reader to be like, okay, I hate Snape, but I also don't hate him at the same time. And like, and how quickly you are to judge his character. And then you find at the end of each book that you're like, oh, that wasn't Snape. That wasn't, you know. Right. And why he was protecting him. Snape is the red herring of the book. Yes. He really <laughs> red is. Red herring. <laughs> yeah. You know, and he plays that part so well. And I think Alan Rickman, in all fairness, Alan Rickman does add a lot to that because he brought a lot of that to it. And I know um, J.K. told him early on because he didn't, he didn't want to continue being Snape. Um, and J.K. kind of pulled him aside and, listened, and said, listen, this is your character arc. This is where we're going with this. And he kind of went... Okay, it makes a lot more sense now. Right. Um, and he he kind of changed how he was playing the character slightly. Not a whole lot because I mean Snape is Snape, but like if you once you get to the end and you go back and you rewatch or reread, a lot of things make a lot more sense. 
Yeah. Which I think is amazing in her writing. Who's Avery and Augustus Rockwood? That was in the list. I don't know. Uh, you said Avery? Yeah. Um, Rockwood, Rockwood was the town that they sent Bart to be the mayor of. No, no, we're talking about in <laughs> in the Harry Potter world. <laughs> oh, was that was Rock Ridge. <laughs> Are they referring more to, is that Chris Charles? It could be. I don't know. Let's I'm go to Twitter. Enough. Skipper Bob says, Slytherin is a lot like Congress. You get some power-hungry, corrupt blue bloods, and then you get Snape, who put his life on the line for the greater good. Hashtag Hufflepuff for life. Yes. Yes. Um, and that was the other thing, too. There's a I hole think, in the sheet. I think part of the what? reason... <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, Hufflepuff, he's making fun I of you. I think part of the reason there's so many, quote-unquote, bad guys in Slytherin is because of the fact that they're very... Elitist? They're, they're, well, they're elitist, but it's more of... Pure bloods? I don't want to say power-hungry, but they crave that ambition. Ambition, yes. yes, they're very ambitious. So you'll which is a quality of the Slytherin house. Yes, and that's. But I think that's the thing is you'll I'm get people Slytherin, that are I'm so <laughs> that are so ambitious <laughs> that they don't care what they do or don't do towards anybody else. Like they put themselves first. So I think that's why it it lends itself to people that are more. To go the bad way. You know what I mean? Like, to go evil. They, what we deem as evil. They may right. not see themselves as that way. Right. Because they, they do think about themselves first. Yeah. Which a lot of people attribute to evil qualities, if you think about yourself. Yeah. yeah. Because they, they, yeah, they want to win at all costs. Yeah. And finally, Aspen says, I'm in Slytherin and I'm proud of it. I'm typically a good, kind person. If you think about it, most Slytherins aren't bad. Yet pretty much the only ones that are talked about are the bad ones. I admit that some of them are bad, but don't define the whole house by a few people. Most of them were just trying to save their own necks. At least they weren't cheaters like the Gryffindors. I know. Harry Potter is a terrible... to Gryffindor. <laughs> like, Harry Potter was not a good person. Like, even... So, I've watched all the movies, and then, the, like, the theme park really is what brought me into Harry Potter's world. But, like, <laughs> truthfully, walking <Literally. laughs> in... But, but walking in the Diagon Alley made me want to know what diagonally well yeah you have to walk in (laughs) diagonally diagonally and you realize how acute it is (laughs) (laughs) but after going there i i was interested to find out what the stories were about so i i'm kind of behind on the train but i've seen all the movies and i am now on the sixth book and i'm going to tell you harry potter's dad is a horrible person i hate him um so much james is he he's a bully I love Sirius, yeah. though. At the end James of the day, I love Sirius Black. And that's where people started relating more to Snape when yes. they saw yes. how he when treated you, Snape. And that, yes. that's why I think, and that's what I was going to say, like, I think people really understand and you, where Snape is coming from because he was bullied so badly by James. Like, right. It was and, horrible. It was just like, and you always had Harry defending his father, even though he didn't know his father in any way. He's like, no, my father couldn't be like that. Right. But really. And then you see the pensives of... of um, of Snape's memories right. and what he had blocked off and when Harry actually gets into his mind before he's able to shut him down, it's it's being bullied. It's yeah. these moments of of James just being yeah. ass. Like a terrible person. And, and I think that, that goes the same with Voldemort and maybe why, because you know Voldemort's backstory and how he had a terrible start. Like his mom yeah. had a rough life. He had a rough life. And that kind of gives you that sympathy, like maybe that's why 
Voldemort turned out kind of the way he was because he didn't have that love as a child. It doesn't excuse it, but it shows you. Right. Like, again, it's the product of your of your upbringing. He didn't have love. So he's going based on his instincts. Yeah. And, and that's why universal healthcare is so important. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just, I, I think that's why maybe Dolores Umbridge is yeah. so much worse. You don't know her backstory. Yeah. You don't know what made Dolores who she is. Well, and it was the fact that, too, I think with Dolores that, I mean, she literally, like, he's sitting there and you know that Harry's not lying and right. he's telling her. And she, she doesn't care. Right. Like, there is no... There is no, okay, well, let me find out this story. What is going on? There's no, it was like, no, it was right or wrong. Right. You're wrong. This is the punishment. I will not lie. You know, and and I think that's the other thing, too, is when you're growing up and you're going to school and you're trying to say, hey, I'm not lying. And there's that, that one adult that doesn't matter what you say. Right. That just assumes and sees you as this bad person. That was my mom. That... <laughs> um, yeah, that. <laughs> I love you, mom. <laughs> um, but no matter. But what you never you, believed me. Yeah. But that's the thing is, no matter what you do or say, it's like you can't you can't catch a break with it. Right. You I know, like chocolate and, frogs. You like chocolate frogs? Is that what you said? Yeah, that's what he said. Thank you, Ralph Wiggum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in danger. The conversation was getting deep, so I thought... I'm a butterfly. (laughs) Well, we have more phone calls than we do have comments from social media. Do we actually have a phone call? Yeah. Or two? Yeah, I just said we have more phone calls. This this isn't a trick, right? Like, we really have... I'm excited. I have a phone call. I like You said more than we had any... Here it is. I like phone calls. Accidentally erased all the other phone calls. Man, oh, Chris. I'm so sorry. We have one fan that calls us every week. And he hates us. Yeah. I wouldn't also, say hate. That's a strong word. Um, Bruto, I he hate strongly to... dislikes us. Listen, he got one out of two facts right. Um, and I hate to break this to you, Bruder, but um, Harry Potter is set in England. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I thought it really was because Harry Potter is a national treasure, but we're not really national because nobody listens to us outside of Florida. Is uh, is Hogwarts in England? Hogwarts is in England. Is, yeah, is it? In, is yes, it's on the Warner Brothers soundstage. Let's go. Because they go through a magical wall to get there, so it could be anywhere. They go through a magical wall to get on the train, right. but it yeah. is definitely in England, and it's that is referred to. Is it? Well, yes. yes. Okay. Just, Just want to make sure. like the one in the U.S. is actually set in, I believe, upstate New York. Yeah, I think it is in New York. You want to know what else Why is it's in always got to be in New York? Nobody really wants to go to New York. I upstate New York. York? Really? What's in upstate New York that you really want to see? Cows? Mountains? Buffalo. Rochester. No, that's western New York. Fields? I don't know. I just like chicken wings. I like this. Yeah, well, I you like want to go to Western wings. New York. I like buffalo wings. Yeah. But do you know what else is in England? JL's beer cooler. Hey. JL. 
Corolla, never run away, never run away. Drayella Corolla, never run away, never run away. Drayella Corolla, boom. Perfect. Yeah, we left it there. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, remind us what this is again. It is from Elysian Brewery, their contact haze. Hazy IPA. And it's got a Florida on his face. It does, it does not. not have a Florida on his face. <laughs> it has a I thought it was a Florida as well Thank when you. I first looked at it, but then I take a closer look. You know, there's always pictures of the beer on the website. It's, and when you look at it, go to the website and you'll see this looks nothing like Florida no, or any state. Does, what you should see here, Laura, is that the can yeah. is speaking to you. It's telling you to open your mind to other beers. Oh. It's got I his face said. being opened. How does that, that look what like it, Florida? Yes, that's what see, it's saying to me. Is that what it's handle. saying? Open your mind to other beers? Yes. And then it comes down, and right about central Florida is... Um, where it's broken apart. Yeah, where it's broken apart. You no, know, it also could kind of be like a really weirdly shaped dolphin. No. It may it's look, a manatee. A little bit. A little bit dolphin look like, I will give you Louisiana. It might look like Louisiana. No, it Louisiana. looks nothing like Louisiana. It definitely does not look like Florida. It looks more Listen. like Florida than Louisiana. No. Oh, See, you're talking about the opening of his head? Yeah, you start here with the panhandle, and it comes down here, and by the yes, time what did you think we get to the tip, about? the head, I don't he's see been anything. This, right you're here. always worried about the head. I am. <laughs> this right here. I'm Florida. more concerned with the tip. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you start us off, Sabrina? Um, I liked it. It's a five. <laughs> and why did you like it? We were so oh. close to a six on that one. I liked it. It's a five. I know why she go five. Because I don't. I think I would pass out before I got to six. That happens no matter what you drink, but you still give them sixes. Sometimes. Well, because I'd wake back up and continue drinking. You're a lightweight these days. You can't handle I your. I know. That's a problem. Um. No, I liked it. I of course didn't save. Here's a little drip mm. in there. <laughs> good to the last drop right that's Sabrina? right, that's right. Um, like I said I think I enjoy IPs mostly because of the fact that they taste a lot like citrus um, it doesn't have a very strong I don't know it doesn't have a very strong like finish so it's a lighter on the finish for me and I just I enjoy the citrusy taste alright Laura yeah I have to agree it does definitely finish lighter than most IPAs which I personally found better than most IPAs. But I was reading the can to try to figure out why my can is almost empty with it being an IPA. And apparently there is citrus, guava, and passion fruit flavors in this, making it a pog IPA. Aha! Because I could not understand for the life of me why I kept drinking this. Okay, and what's a pog for those who are outside of Passion fruit, orange, and guava. Okay, well not everyone is familiar with but i said citrus guava and passion fruit making it a pog it also has raspberry so people aren't going to know what you're saying anyways there's this really good juice that's a florida thing (laughs) that is it's a hawaii thing actually it's a florida hawaiian thing (laughs) anyways it's made out of passion fruit guava and orange juice and it is one of my favorite things in fact i am drinking my passion orange guava kona island seltzer as well which is more full than this ipa can it's because you just opened it no, I didn't. It's been open the whole show. The point of the matter is, is this is going to be my first IPA I give a six to. Ooh. Wow. Nice. Well, I also found this IPA really tasty, and I'm very hit and miss with IPAs. They're not my favorite. I would never pick up 
one out of a whole selection of beers as my first choice to drink. However, my first thought was to give this a five, but I'm bumping it up to a six because the finish is clean, which is always super important to yeah. me in a beer. It is a super clean, done finish, great tasting beer. Does not have a picture of Florida on it. It does. Don't let these crazy ladies fool you. Totally does. Totally Florida. Uh, total six for me. Beer master. We liked it, so Jail's going to hate it. So, I really liked this beer. It has a very smooth finish. It has a great flavor to it. I think hazy IPAs are actually really, really good. And for those that don't typically like IPAs, it is a great way to enjoy an IPA because you get more flavor from a hazy IPA or New England style than you will from a regular IPA. You're not going to get the hoppy bitterness that you usually do That's what from I hate, an IPA. And it's not in there. And hazy IPAs are typically juicier and more flavorful than a regular IPA. So hazy IPAs are definitely a way to go. And I overall have to give this a six. The flavor is amazing. You hit all the notes of the citrus, the raspberry, all of it. Smooth, smooth finish. Very drinkable. Highly recommend. Elysian has not let me down in anything I've had from them. And I highly recommend. All right. High scores all the way around. Would have been sixes all the way, except Sabrina passed out before the sixth one. <laughs> <laughs> way to I mean, go, in all Sabrina. Fairness, I'd probably wake up and drink five more. <laughs> so it's a 10. <laughs> it's a 10. <laughs> well, speaking of waking up and drinking 10 more, <laughs> where can you find us? You can find us on Facebook in the official Facebook podcast group, Podcast 42. Uh, you can, of course, find us anywhere you can find a podcast. Spotify, Apple Music, Spreaker, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Chances are, if you're listening to us now, congratulations, you found us. We have a website. It's podcast42show.wordpress.com. You can find all of our beer listings on there if you have any questions about what we rated these beers. Or what um, the actual picture is on the beer, which is not Florida. It's a State it's, of Florida. It's state of Florida. You can see on there. Is where is Elazen from? Washington. Oh well, yeah, it totally well, makes sense to have state of Florida on there. I love Washington. They're out of Seattle, Washington, for the most part. Nice for the most part. Yeah, they also <laughs> yeah. they brew. They have many Hampshire, breweries in New Colorado. Hampshire and Colorado, but their yeah. main brewery for where they started uh, is up in Washington, and up in Seattle. Kind of like Lagunitas started in Petaluma, California, but they have a minor brewery in Chicago. I've had their little something. I am not a fan. That's all. I like Lagunitas. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. You on there, along with our beer guide and pictures of the beer where you can see it's Florida. It's got all of our episodes on there as well and a breakdown of what each episode is about. Uh, we're a part of the Podfix Network. And we are on Patreon as well. If you would like to go on there and subscribe, um, you get all of our outtakes and all of our fun stuff on there. So check us out on Patreon. I believe it's $3 a month. We'll get you all access. Uh, our email is podcast42show at gmail.com. Go ahead and send us any comments, concerns, uh, anything you want to tell us on there. You can email them on over to podcast42show at gmail.com. And of course, you can always call in like Bruder does. Our phone number is 727-238-5887. Give us a call. 
uh, with any comments. That would be fantastic. Our artwork is by Cute Panda. You can find Cute Panda for commissions on Facebook. And our theme music is by Cremo. You can find more on find more music on Cremo.net, or you can find him on Facebook as Cremo. Now we got two more houses to go. we got the Ravenclaws and the Hufflepuffs. Hufflepuffs. Man, am I glad Sabrina's writing those episodes. <laughs> I hate you all. <laughs> I can do them. Jocelyn wants Ravenclaw next, though. So. Okay. Save the best for last. What? Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. What are we going to do? Record it underneath a fort? (laughs) Maybe. Yes. I think I'm secretly Hufflepuff. Yeah. Probably. I'm not being surrounded by Hufflepuffs. I totally are. I call myself a Slitherpuff, though, because the sorting hat wanted to put me in Slytherin. Uh, Is that like me being a Slitherclaw? Yes. Is that like me being a Grifflepuff? Yes. How, like, when you originally did the test on Powderboard, it put you yeah. in one house, and then they redid the test, and you went and did it yes, again. Yes, but that's the thing. Yeah. Both times, I always got Slytherin. Oh, see, I got Both Gryffindor. Both times, I got Slytherin. And then I had kids, and apparently it changed me. I'm changed. <laughs> oh. Mine wasn't even because of the child. <laughs> I was no. Slytherin to start, and then Hufflepuff after they changed it. I was Slytherin, yeah. and then I went to Ravenclaw after they changed see, it. In all yeah. honesty, I think he's more Slytherin than I am. And I'm more Hufflepuff than he is. Yeah. But both times the sorting hat was like, nope, you're Slytherin. Um, I think I came to be okay with being Hufflepuff after watching the show Puffs, which was originally like a Broadway show. And it was basically the storytelling of all seven books from a Hufflepuff's point of view. And by it the end, it took 30 was like, minutes. And it <laughs> took 30 minutes. And it was amazing. And um, I watched it and laughed the entire time. If you're able to check that out, I think it's on Broadway.com or their Broadway HD, whatever their show is called, their station's called. It's hilarious. Uh, but at the end, I was just like, but I really do like hugs. This makes more sense. I'm a Hufflepuff. <laughs> I know I told this story before, but I was okay being a Hufflepuff the day that we went to Universal Studios. And it happened to be cold. And I didn't bring a jacket. Because he's a Hufflepuff. <laughs> So I Slytherin told him to bring a jacket. He did not listen. I didn't bring a jacket. You want to listen to Slytherin? I didn't think it was going to be that cold. It ended up being super cold. So when I'm looking through the Universal store to buy a hoodie, the only quality, nice, thick hoodies were the Harry Potter houses. All the other hoodies were really thin, really cheap. Didn't like them. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to buy my, I'm going to buy a Hufflepuff because that's my house and my youngest daughter and my lovely wife here made fun of me because now I'm going to wear a Hufflepuff jacket through Universal. And you know what? Everybody was Hufflepuff. Everybody was Hufflepuff at Universal. And we go through this every time. I know more Hufflepuffs than I do anything else. Yes. Because we are forced to be reckoned with. It's just, it's sad that they have... As long as there's no sheets around. I mean, yeah. (laughs) I mean, yes, you have Newt Scamander now, but it's sad that there isn't... And Twilight, man. Representation. They had Cedric Diggory. Okay, but they yeah, kill them off in 35 minutes. What does Ravenclaw have? Cho Chang. Cho Chang. That's it. And oh, Luna. Luna. Oh, that's Ravenclaw. Listen, I that's love right. I always forget Luna. because yeah. for some reason, here's the thing. And I'll say this about Universal. They have those shirts out that have the character names with the houses on them and all that. They put Chang on the back of, Instead of Ravenclaw. Luna. If they were to put Lovegood on the back of the Ravenclaw one, I'd probably have that shirt right now. Oh, yeah. I think Luna's one of the best characters in oh, the yeah. entire thing. Yeah. And Jocelyn doesn't agree with me, but I think because Luna just doesn't care. She is who she is. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, they call me Looney, love good, and that's whatever. Yeah. But, but at the end of it, she's, she she's doesn't amazing. care. And then it's like, she's right. And they just go, yeah. oh, well, oh, look. Well, and yeah. she doesn't 
rub it in anybody's faces yeah. and she's loyal she's friend she's just yeah. like she's an overall good person yeah. and i love her she's one of my favorite characters my in the two series. all-time favorite characters in harry potter are bellatrix the strange and luna lovegood which is hilarious because they're so different but those are my two i mean bellatrix i guess from the movie because yeah. just of how it's, yeah, yeah well, how she's played but like I just I love Luna Lovegood. Even books and yeah. movie, I love Luna. Yeah. Um. I also read Once Upon a Time. It was kind of an interesting. <gasps> I never uh, heard about that book. I know, right? Uh, it was kind of an interesting breakdown and in basically saying that the four main or it, four, the four main Gryffindors kind of being um, Harry, Ron, Hermione, um, and Neville actually. Um, and it was basically giving a breakdown of how choice matters a little bit and how they were put in Harry po- into Gryffindor but really like Harry could have been Slytherin um Hermione obviously could have been Ravensclaw Ron's Ron a Hufflepuff was, no Ron would be Gryffindor and then Neville would be more of a Hufflepuff but it just kind of shows you know that that choice does have a little bit of say into things as well yeah which a lot of people don't realize that everybody has kind of that when you put the sorting hat on he does yeah. take into consideration your thoughts and what you want yeah. So like Harry sat there and was like Gryffindor or not Slytherin. Yeah, not Slytherin. And the hat and you you got to see the hat take that in consideration. Um, but from what I've read and from what I've understood, the hat does that kind of with everybody. Yeah. Like if you sit up there and and you kind of wish for this, that the hat will take that into consideration. Well, if you want to continue that more on a live show, we can do that because we're running out of time. So And I'm out of beer. And Jail's out of beer and he gets grumpy. He does. Real grumpy. <laughs> so I am Christopher DeVos. I'm Sabrina Pierre. Jail Trost. I'm Laura. Bye. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Catch you on the flippity flop. Young. Not all conversations or events are 100% accurate. As if you didn't figure that out already. Some things are changed or added, or even deleted for the sake of attempted comedy. All sources are never verified, and all information is subject to being slightly sketchy. In other words, we are just having some fun. Thank you for listening. This has been a transmission of the Podfix Network. For more about this show and other great Podfix programs, go to podfixnetwork.com. Poor little young Harry Potter, childhood sure was rough. Then one day appeared a man with a beard who told him about magic stuff. At Hogwarts he learned wizardry, passed most of his owl test, excelled at sports, fought Voldemort, and yearly he cheated death a lot, like way too much. First he took on bathroom chosen three-headed doggies, murdered a grown-ass man with his hands, killed the giant serpent for the ghost in the party with a hot tip from a cold friend. Then when the Dementors went on face-sucking benders, he turned back time and went fucking wild. Thanks to yet another clutch assist from his friend Hermione, that's just her style. Oh, snap, wait. I just had a very shocking realization. She is the true hero of the tale. Without her wit's bravery and transfiguration.
had plans in motion, saved elves and brewed potions, never once gave in to fear. Though Harry was named head of Dumbledore's army, the whole thing was her idea. She sucked Malfoy. Not a big deal. He's a douche canoe. Just wanted to mention it. And what does his hard work bring her? A little spineless scrub. How'd this badass witch get hitched to this bitch JK even though she fucked up? Yes, Harry is the boy who lived as evidenced by his head. Although Hermione here is why that name Kaboop isn't dead.